This is Chatting Human Design, the place to be to hear how real people use human design in their everyday life. I'm so excited to have you. Hello, hello, welcome. Today is another very special day. I've been having a lot of those lately on the podcast and I'm very excited for it. We have my lovely free friend Bree back on the podcast. She's been on once before and we have connected and gotten so much closer since then that I'm so happy that you're here. She is a three, six splenic projector, and I will let you go ahead and talk a little bit more about yourself. Hi, Bree. Hey, Janelle. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being on. I, my name is Bree and I am a breathwork facilitator and a psychosomatic practitioner, which just basically means I work with the mind and the body and the emotions. So that's me in a nutshell. Bree and I met each other like 14 years ago at a restaurant in a completely different life <laughs> and then connected um, again through human design on social media and realized how much more we have in common now and how different our lives have gotten. But I feel like I know you much better than I did at that time. Well, I was in oh my, my early twenties. So, well, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. who were and, we? <laughs> right. Exactly. And it's so neat that we have connected after so long on something that we're both interested in. And then we also have our own separate things that we support each other on. And it's just been really great. So when Brie asked for a you in the universe reading, I said, let's do it on the pod. So that's what today is about. It's my newest offering and it's called You in the Universe. And it's simply a reading where I take your human design chart and the just now transit chart, which I'll go over in a moment. And I look at them together and I discuss kind of your human design weather for this time because the transit changes as the planets move. So your weather changes. But as a splenic projector, this is perfect for you because this is in the moment information. So I'm really glad that you wanted to do this because this is really good for you to absorb. So what's a transit? In human design, transit means where the planets are in relation to the gates as they move through the sky, through the universe. And when you look at your human design chart, traditionally, it's in this thing called a rave mandala and it's a circle. So as the planets are moving in the circle, they activate different gates at different times. And because we know the plant, some planets move faster than others, some planets stay in gates and activate this energy for longer mm -hmm. than others. We're gonna talk about um, a particular energy that has been in the transit for months and will be there till I think January. <sighs> it's a fun one. But this energy kind of gives you a taste of things that you might not normally have consistently in your human design chart. It does not change your human design. It doesn't change your aura type or any part of your design at all. You are who you are. This just gives you a little bit more energies to, to play with and leverage, and it might throw you for a loop, or it might be something that really pushes you forward in your life, but it changes all the time. So it's fun to play around with and to look at, and you can find it for free on mybodygraph.com. You look at the just now chart and it's free. Other sites you have to pay for it, but 
That's how you do it for free. <laughs> so without further ado, you and the universe for Miss Brie. The first thing I noticed when I looked at the transit and your chart is the thing that I noticed when I looked at the transit and my chart. <laughs> and that is we have uh, right now, we can harness the energy of a defined sacral center and a defined throat. You normally have both of these undefined. So that's inconsistent energy for you mm -hmm. most of the time. But now you get a taste of these things more consistently. So the sacral center is life force energy. It gives us energy to get things done in life, to um, appreciate the what we've got around us when it comes to earthly things, material things, um, all that kind of stuff. And it also is connected to the throat in this particular channel that we've got um, activated called the 2034. I should interrupt myself and say that I'm going to be using a lot more jargon than I normally do, but that's just how it's going to be today. So if anyone has questions, contact me and I'll talk to you about it. So channel 2034 is typically called the manifesting generator channel. And what it does is it gives us the energy to want to be going and doing at all times and to really want to fill up our time and our days with stuff, be busy, be really busy. That's how we prove to ourselves that we are worthy of this life is we're getting a lot of stuff done. That's what this channel does for people. And when it's a manifesting generator that has this, it's a really big boost to their energy. It gives them the power to multitask and do a lot of different things. When we experience it as projectors, non-sacral beings, it can be jarring. It can be like, whoa, a lot of energy, a lot of multitask energy. I have one gate in this channel. A channel is two gates connected together and I have one of them. So when I go to work at the restaurant, I know that this channel is activated because I know at some point I will be around somebody that has the other half because I'm around hundreds of people probably at a restaurant. So I'm sure I, I get it activated. So when I'm in the restaurant, I'm moving. I'm all over. I prioritize. I'm here, I'm there. And then I leave and I'm like, <sighs> and it's not great for my energy, but that's how I leverage it to help me do what I need to do. So it's kind of like, be aware that this is happening and that you have a lot of energy that's saying, go, 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 do, 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 accomplish some stuff. Let's move it and use it sparingly and try to be aware when it has taken over when it has it's it's you're not in control anymore this energy is in control because it's really strong and this is the energy i said that's going to be here till january's i forget what day but it's been here for months and i've been feeling it for months but um it really just revs you up and it can really cause people like us to feel guilty because as projectors, we know better. We know that we do best at a slower pace with breaks, focusing on one thing at a time. We know we do better that way, but this energy is saying, no, no, you can do three things at once. You can add another thing to your to-do list. What have you done today? That's what it says to you. What have you done? What have you done? 
And as projectors, we are here to ask the question, what have you seen today? What have you seen? Nothing about doing. What do you see? That's the question of the day, every day for our projectors. And it's just an awareness thing. Like I said, you can use this energy to help you get stuff done, but then realize when it's time to take a break, even if your body or your brain is saying, no, you have more that you can give. Um, this, you already have a defined root center. So you kind of already have a little bit of this energy consistent in you, a doing energy, but this particular flavor, it, it causes more emotions when you don't do, when you don't go. The root center is just kind of an on off pulse of, oh, let's get things done. Oh, I don't have any energy to get things done. It's very, it doesn't tell you when it's going to be on or off. And you have this consistently. This sacral to throat connection is similar, but it throws the guilt at you. <laughs> it throws the, are you doing enough? Have you done enough? Could you do more? It throws all the stuff at you because it's connected to your throat and the throat is your manifestation center. And it's where you get things out, where you put things out into the world. So this energy is pushing you to put things out mm. and it really can throw a wrench in things when you're trying to live by your design and you've got this thing that's being like, Hey, right now is a good time to try to get more done. Why don't you try to get more done? And I've been feeling it. I don't know if you've been feeling it. Oh, you're hitting it nail on the head. It's been <laughs> months, yeah. but just exhausted, but like with all the ideas and not the capacity. Oh, oh, that's so funny that you said ideas because right now we also have gate 11 defined and you don't normally have gate 11 defined and it's literally called the gate of ideas. Like that's the name of it. <laughs> and usually people who have this energy, I have it consistently, have so many ideas that they lose them because they move on to the next or somebody else has that same idea and they see it and they're like, ah, I just... I just had that. I just had that. How did you, you stole my idea? And it's very much an energy of take the ideas that are truly important and in line with your beliefs and give the other ones away. Uh, give them to other people, let them float away, whatever you need to do to not hold on to them, but they're not all for you. That's the main thing. All these ideas that are coming from gate 11, they're not for you to implement all of them. So you have to discern which ones are in line with your path, with what you wanna do. We're gonna get into that in a moment too, because there's um, some energy here that has to do with future stuff. So to recap, we've all got this manifesting energy in us right now. If you're listening to the podcast, when it comes out, we will still have this. So if you're a non-sacral being, you've got this thing happening inside you and compassion for yourself is all I can say. Love yourself, give yourself permission to not do and don't beat yourself up when it takes a hold and you realize that you've been chugging along and you need to take a break, but you decided not to. 
it's okay. It's okay if you do those things. Just be aware that that's what's happening, you know? Yeah, so that's gonna be the 2034. Let's see if there's any part of that I really wanted to, to make sure I talk about. Oh, make sure you love the things that you're busy doing. So be really discerning about the things you put your energy toward, because right now you're going to want to put it toward a lot of different things. So for you, especially make sure that it is aligned with, with the things that you love and that you're busy doing the things that you love, because that will make it easier, not so stressful. And it will also shorten the list of all the things you do. Cause we don't, I mean, we certainly don't love everything we do in a day. So this is almost like, this is generator advice. I normally give this to generators, like be really selfish about your time and pick the things that you love. And if you don't love it, try to get rid of it, which is interesting because this is sacral energy that we're talking about. So it would make sense that this would pertain to us as projectors as well because of this particular channel that we have in the transits. So be really selfish with your time and really look at the things that you do and say, and I really love these things, or do I think that I need to do these things? Or I've been doing this thing for so long that if I stop doing it, I don't know what would happen. Mm. Those, those things. So yeah. And for you, it's a listen to the spleen type of situation because you're defined. Spleen makes you splenic authority. And that just means that you're going to have hits of intuition, hits of things that will come to you. And they'll might be different. It might be a voice. It might be a feeling. It might be something that you see or that you smell or that you hear um, that triggers something. But like you said, you, you, I know you pay attention to this stuff. So I think that it's really cool that you do, even if you don't do anything with it, the fact that you pay attention is super awesome. So that's kind of how you're here to navigate this energy is to be discerning about the things you put your energy towards and pull back. If it's starting to get a little off the rails and take a break and try not to give yourself too much crap for it <laughs> <laughs> the constant you know? lessons yeah so uh after that one what what's the next thing i want to talk about oh yeah the 3041 so this is not defined in the transits completely you have gate uh 41 and the transit is defined in gate 30 so it, you, it makes a channel because your energy and the trans energy comes together and makes a channel. Yay. So by doing this, it defines your solar plexus, your emotional center, which you don't normally have defined. And the energy of the emotional center defined is more emotional ups and downs, more that feel like you, that don't feel like other people, that feel like you. And more certain things trigger you. And it's a kind of a semi-consistent thing where you're like, oh, that thing bothered me the other day. Or for me, it's a lot of it is, I don't have this consistent in my chart, but 
a lot of times in the transit, I have a defined solar plexus because of my energies. And this um, comes across to me as I get really angry if I get embarrassed. And like when this, when in a month, the solar plexus is defined for me in the transits, little things embarrass me, little things that I normally wouldn't care out about. And for some reason, when I get embarrassed, it really, I get really pissed off. And then I just get mean and mad. And I, and I'm like, ah, and I like, just get really mad and angry. And I don't like people to see me mess up. Or that's when I get embarrassed is if people see me do something wrong, or I think I did something the wrong way and someone sees it. Oh, I hate that. So that's when I, I sometimes when the emotional center is defined, little things get me. And normally I'm, I'm emotion pretty even keel all my emotions, unless I'm around people who are, ugh. but when the emotional center is defined in the transits, little things mess with me emotionally that normally I wouldn't bother me. Mm. And it's like, I don't know how to describe it. It just is like this thing that happens and I know it's me because I can tell because I know the feeling of embarrassment very well from childhood. So that's like a very familiar emotion for me is embarrassment turned to anger, like that quick change. And I know that that's me. I know it. And I'm like, and I get, I'm like, oh, I know this one's me. And so I dial it back and take some breaths and bring myself down a bit. But when your emotional center is defined for me anyway, it feels more emotional, <laughs> like things it's hard to describe because we often say when you have an undefined solar plexus or emotional center, you feel emotions really strongly, stronger than the people that have them. You take them in and you amplify them. To me, this energy is not the same. It's still emotional, but it's, I know that it's, I, I guess the best way to say it is I know that it's me. <laughs> and that's where it gets hinky because I'm used to dealing with emotions that are normally not mine. Yeah. And I worked on how to do that. So when the emotional center is defined and I have the, emo my, my own emotions happening, I'm like, oh man, now I gotta, these are mine. <laughs> like I gotta take responsibility for these and I have to like unpack them and dissect and figure out why this is doing it to me. It's to me, it's harder to have a defined emotional center than it is to have undefined. And usually people say the opposite. But whenever my emotional center is defined in the transits, I find myself having to unpack a lot more of my own stuff. Mm. When I don't want, when I don't want to, <laughs> but I, oh, I feel that right now. Yeah. And it's fascinating that you say that because I've never thought of it from that other perspective. I just know, holy <laughs> crap, when I'm around people, I can <laughs> feel their pain or I can feel their grief or whatever it may be. But then when I sit in my own junk, it does feel different. The irritations are higher than if it's yours. Mm -hmm. um, so that's a beautiful perspective that I not thought of. And I'm definitely feeling it. Yeah. It's like a yeah. bad, long PMS. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a good way to describe it. That's kind of how I was thinking about it. But yeah, that's precisely <laughs> how to describe it. The moody roller coaster. <laughs> and unfortunately, like I said, a lot of times the emotional center will be defined 
for people who don't normally have it defined simply because of all the gates that come off of it. And so a lot of times people are dealing with this of like, that's why when we have, when you have an undefined emotional center, the main thing you're supposed to do is what's mine and what's not mine, because a lot of it is not yours. And what is yours is the stuff that you, we have to look at and do stuff, things about. <laughs> and I feel like when it's defined in the transits, it's a lot more shining the light on, oh, these are the things that you need to do work on, mm. which is great because then it, it up levels up us emotionally and we become a lot more wise in that center, which is what we're trying to do. Well, not, we're not trying to do anything, but when you become wise in your undefined centers, that's where the power is in that undefined center. And to be emotionally mature and wise about what emotions are yours and not yours and how to hold space for other people's emotions without letting too much of it get on you. <laughs> that's where, that's the, that's the juicy part of an undefined solar plexus is to, to be able to have that wisdom and that maturity so that's what we're learning when it's being defined and then back to undefined and then define is okay i'm gonna work on my stuff and okay this is somebody else's stuff so right now yeah that's what's happening for you and for anybody who has defined emotional center through this particular transit i should also mention that when you're around a person who has a defined center or your gates connect to make a defined center, it's, it's the same as the transit. You're in that, their aura. You're in their space. And when we talk about in aura, I think it's six feet, which I'm sure everybody is familiar with. Um, when you're in someone else's aura, you, you taste their energy, just like the transits. So if you have, if you like my husband and I, we define each other's emotional center. So when we're together, we have a defined emotional center, which is a lot. So it's something to navigate, it's something to play with, but I also have to remind myself it doesn't mean that I'm emotionally defined. Like that would give me an emotional authority, which I certainly do not have. So it's, it's like a, you have to take it with a grain of salt. It's like, okay, I can borrow this energy or this energy is affecting me, but it's not me. It's not changing who I am. It's just something, it's like, just like the weather. It's something you have to deal with. I had to leave my house 10 minutes earlier today because I had to scrape snow off my car. So that's the emotional center. You're scraping snow off your car. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's kind of how it goes with transits and with other people defining your energies. And it's important, but it's not the, it's not the thing. It's not what your, your energy. It's not who you are. It's just stuff to pay attention to once you've gotten a little bit deeper into your own human design to me transits this kind of stuff is like intermediate to advanced level maybe not advanced but intermediate plus and it's really cool but it's not something I pay attention to as much as my own human design that to me is mine that's me so yeah take this but don't hold on to it because it's not who you are. Do you have any questions or anything? I just find it fascinating because just based off of what you last said, I love my human design, but 
it helps explain some of those interactions with people or uh, even with partners when you just kind of irritate each other. Why? And it's, mm-hmm. oh, mm-hmm. we're just going to push each other's buttons a little and test, test out those triggers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's fascinating. This is the piece of human design. I feel like I definitely want to explore no more. And so it's just fascinating hearing another layer, another layer. Deeper. I know it's like, it never ends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it, is, it is pretty interesting stuff and it's current and that's why I like it because it's fun. So as I mentioned, your solar plexus emotional center is defined in the transits because of gate 30. And this particular channel, this is the energy for this particular channel is about having a vision for the future that looks out for everyone's interests. Real being realistic is not important. The urge for others to feel what you feel is very strong right now. The urge for others to see what you see, to want what you want is very strong. And when this happens, this recognition, this big projector recognition, it's really going to be empowering for you mm-hmm. for when you, when you feel like they see out of your eyes or they feel what you're feeling on the inside and they express that to you, that's going to be very empowering for you. That's what this energy is about. That's exciting energy. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, It can cause some mood swings emotionally, but it's just because you're wrestling with, the way they put it in my notes is glass half full, glass half empty energy. I personally, I know that you're not perfect and you're not a positive person 100% of the day, but I personally believe that generally you are, are a positive person and you get, on, you get on the positive boat even when things are hard and when you're struggling because you know it's easier in the body that way. You've taught yourself that. You've learned that. And so I think when I read that, and I read the words glass half empty, I was like, I don't, I don't know if she goes that far, basically. But, and then I had to, to say to myself, you know what? She's a human being. There are times when she is not positive up here and mm-hmm. that's okay. And that's, so I was wrestling with even giving you this like piece of information because I was like, I don't want you to think that you, your energy almost, I've never felt your energy be anything but positive. Even if I know you've got stuff going on, like I, it's like, it's like, you can't help, but give off this energy of, yeah, life is hard, but I choose to be a little bit lighter with it in this moment, or I choose to laugh at myself in this moment. And so (laughs) Like I said, I had a str- I struggled with even giving you this particular piece because I didn't want it to come off as like negative. I don't know why. I was like, no, I don't want to. I don't want to say this to me. <laughs> no, I love. I love the two sides now. Like, had we talked seven years ago, if not, we'll just say seven. 
I never would have told you I was negative or had a bad day. It was always putting on that front. And that's what I realized was inauthentic about me and realizing I don't have to poop on somebody's day when I'm having one, you know, but it's when I can be of service to somebody else, when I'm going through it, that raises me. If I can help somebody that raises me. So even if I never came across as negative, which to be honest, I hope I don't, I hope I'm real, but I don't (laughs) want to drag somebody else down. Mm -hmm. And so there's definitely been days like, especially after my accident where I was in, I was in the gutter and then deep underneath, Mm -hmm. but I don't know. I feel like that is definitely something it's like you said, you have to choose it. Mm -hmm. And if I can help somebody, man, that's that inner piece just really lights me up. And I'm like, okay, I can keep going. Somebody needs me. I think that's what it is too. Cause it's like, it's just like you said, it's very real where I know that you're not, you know, always sunshine, roses and daisies. Like I can tell, I feel that, but the, the positivity override, like it goes above it and, and it arrives first. And then I look at you and I'm like, oh yeah, she's a human. She's got stuff going on. Like you don't paint it too rosy to where you're not real. But at the same time, just like you said, you, you gain so much strength and so much love and positive energy when you are struggling and you are able to help somebody by sharing or by helping that. I think that's what, how it comes off. Mm. And I, that's kind of what this energy is all about is you have a vision for what you think the future should look like. And this future is beneficial to most all beings on the planet, as far as you can tell. And (laughs) you don't always see it. You don't want to always see exactly what this is going to be. It can change, especially because you're splenic authority. It's going to probably bounce around a little bit, but you really want to show it to other people through your eyes. You want them to feel it through your heart, through your body. Like you have it. And you're like, if you just saw it like this, if you just felt it like I do, you would know why I, I am this way or why this is so important to me. Mm. And that's going to be something that I think might get a little bit frustrating in this energy simply because you really want it for other people. And when we want things for other people and it doesn't go that way, it's frustrating. (laughs) So, Oh, no, that's beautiful. Like I love our talks because it's like, no one has ever seen me in that way until you speak it out. And that's, I know, from your book learning, but also just your intuition and yeah, that's so it. And it's, it's funny hearing about how you work as well. Like I know it. And when you say it, I feel it. So it's like, there it is. (laughs) Dang. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Human design can punch you in the gut sometimes, but it's only because it's real and you're like, right. And I'm at that point now, Janelle, I'm like, give it to me real, be my mirror. Otherwise we can't be real friends. Yeah, I know. And it's good. It's so good that you have that capacity and that you're learning to carry that. Cause that can be some heavy stuff when, when you say, give it to me and the universe says, okay. okay. <laughs> like, oh, I, I take it back. I what, take did it I, back. what did I ask for? Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> so, but 
I, 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 and I told you this because you, I had never, if I, if I had heard from my guides, which I'm sure I had, and I just completely dismissed it, but breathwork with you was the first time I ever actually, I don't want to say here because it wasn't a here. It was a feel. And it was almost like I saw the, saw the words in my head. It was very weird. And I've never paid attention to it as much as I did with you, when you and I, when we were doing that breath work. And then I was outside one time and it happened again, but it was very quick. And it, like I said, it was like a, it was like a tinkered, it was like a sign that goes across in my head and then it was gone. And it said, it said, we won't give you too much to handle. And I was like, oh, really? And so I think the same thing for you and for me is like, we can ask for as much as we want. They're never going to give us too much that we can't handle. And if it feels like too much, it's not, it's just enough. It's what we, it's what we need at the time. And we, and we can get through it. That's what I discerned from this little thing of we're not going to give you too much. (laughs) And that's how it felt to me was even if it feels like they're giving you too much to handle, it's not because they would never do that. And they know how much you can handle. And it's a lot, a lot more than you think. So trust that and take it as much as they give you. (laughs) So that's going to be the energy right now is to take as much as they give you and to really get clear on what, what it is that your vision for the future is, what it is that you're wanting to build you don't have to come up with it all. You don't have to like have the plans and the schematics, but really lean into stuff that feels like it's part of it or really explore things that you didn't think were part of it, but are like, oh, this thing is cool or this part would be neat. Like, let's see what, what that's about because this is the time when you're kind of shaping what that is because the clearer it gets for you, the clearer it's going to get for the others the easier it is for them to see what you see for, to feel what you feel. You don't have, it's not going to be crystal. It's not going to be something that you just see. And it's like, Oh, this is exactly what my future is going to look like. It's more of a, this stuff seems interesting. And this stuff, just stuff that seems in line, Mm. aligned, however you want to put it. But the stuff that feels like that focus on those things and share those things with other people. Um, this is going to be a patience thing because you've got all this emotional energy happening. And when you have other people who have a defined emotional center all the time, who are emotional authority, their, their key word is time. They are, they most of the time should not make decisions quickly in the moment, which is exactly the opposite of you. (laughs) You're an in the moment gal. (laughs) And then you have this emotional solar plexus energy that's saying, hold up, don't make that decision just yet. Take some time. Your splenic authority overrides this energy because it is you. It is a part of you. It is who you are. So more often than not, if something arises and you're like, I want to act on this now, this is something I want to do now. If it's a now timing thing and you really feel it and are, are pretty confident in it you should just do it don't worry so much about the emotional part but if there are things that are feeling cloudier and like oh I usually I'd be really quick on this I'd know yes or no but right now I 
I don't know, then you need time. And this is an unspecified amount of time that is unique to you and your situation. Janelle, Sometimes I'm like human happening. design. Huh? <laughs> so that has been happening for the past two weeks. Yeah. Because usually I know instantaneously, oh, yes, nope, that's not for me. Mm-hmm. No, it's definitely wait, 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 wait. Yeah. And it's not like your, your spleen is broken. It's just, or you're having trouble hearing it, which can happen sometimes. But right now you have this emotional energy that's going to really cloud things. And like you said, slow down in your decision-making process. Don't let it stop you. If you, like I said, you feel pretty sure you're not going to have hundred percent clarity because of this emotional energy clouds the hundred percent, but if you're pretty sure and you're pretty confident and you're like, you know what? I'm, I think this is the way to go. And worst case scenario, if it doesn't go that way, I'll be all right. Let's go. Because your spleen is still there. Your spleen is still saying, hey, listen to me. I'm the one you should trust. And the emotional energy is just kind of a cloud that comes in. It's so many weather analogies with this transit thing. Um, and says, hey, we're going to cloud your judgment for a little bit. And it's you're not doing it wrong. And it's not something that's messed up. It's just the energy of the universe coming to say hello. <laughs> And you might need some time when you, like you said, you didn't otherwise need time. And it might be not a lot of time. It might be 20 minutes or it might be two days. Uh, It's just whenever you feel more on this side of clarity than this side, then proceed, (laughs) basically. That's how I describe the emotional center for a lot of my emotional authorities, which is half of the population has emotional authority. So it's a big energy. We are often around emotional authority. So we often have this sort of energy of what is mine, what is yours. Uh, when, when it's undefined, we want to avoid stuff. And when we're around defined people, sometimes, like I said, it confronts us in the face and it's like, oh, hey, look at all this stuff you've been avoiding. <laughs> So it's great, but it sucks at the same time. And that's kind of, that's kind of how I would describe human design, I think in a nutshell, because it doesn't mess around. It doesn't, it doesn't take into account any sort of feelings or thoughts that you have about yourself or any ideas you have about yourself or any ways that you see yourself. It doesn't care. It goes, no, this is you, all this stuff that you see and you made up all this conditioning that you've been living with for years and years, that's not part of it. You put that there. You take it away. (laughs) You got to get rid of it now. (laughs) And um, that's why I love human design is because, like you said, it gives it to you straight and it doesn't really sugarcoat things, but it allows for expansion. It allows for, okay, I did the thing I knew I shouldn't do, but I'm aware of it. So I'm getting closer to the spot where instead of doing the thing that I shouldn't do, I stop myself right before and go, you know what? I'm going to choose to feel this way about this situation. I'm going to choose to not let this little thing derail my whole day. I'm going to choose to go this other way. And when those things happen, because it happens to me sometimes, I'll be in a spiral and I I know I'm going to let something take me down and then I'm going to have a bad day the whole day. And I say, no, stop it. And I focus on something else. I move or I meditate or I go outside or I 
put my focus on something else that I like, that I enjoy. And in that moment, I can go, oh, okay, I like this thing. It's going to be a good day. I don't, that was just a whole tangent I went off on, but I, stories we tell ourselves. I think it's important. I think, yeah, I think it's important to realize that you can turn your mood and your, your whole energy around pretty quickly and pretty easily. If you just allow yourself to do it, if you give yourself the humility to say, Oh, I would, I'm in a crappy mood for not a real good reason. So I'm going to try my best to get out of it. I think sometimes we put ourselves in places and go up, this thing happened today. I'm in a crappy mood and this is where I should be because I have to feel my emotions. I have to feel them. Everyone says, feel my emotions. So I'm just going to have a bad day for the whole day. So I feel it. (laughs) And I think that's that I understand that mentality, but you don't, you don't have to take it that so, so far because then it's really not good for you energetically it's not great to let a little thing ruin your entire day. It is good to look at it and go, oh, that sucks. Oh, I'm mad that that happened. Oh, that little thing that shouldn't bother me really bothers me. Oh, that sucks. I don't like that. Ugh. But to let it creep in here and affect other things in your life is human, but not necessary. So that's what I've been working on lately anyway. Mm. That was a whole tangent that wasn't even about the transits, but you know what? Oh, well, I have a defined throat. That's what happens sometimes. Okay. So as we talked about with your, you and the universe reading, you're going to have a lot of due energy. You have a defined, you have a taste of defined sacral, defined throat. This can be leveraged for good for you. Defined throat, getting things out there putting the stuff out that you want to put out. This is the time for you and your voice and to get things out because you have consistent access to it at this moment, a taste of consistent access. (laughs) Disclaimers everywhere. Um, (laughs) Same with the sacral energy. You've got the doing energy. You could probably get some more stuff done if you are really aware of how you feel and you still take breaks you might be able to add one more thing in and you're like, oh my God, I can't believe I got all that done. And then this one extra thing, like that to me is what it means to leverage this energy is to try, is to make sure you're comfortable where you're at. And then to go, you know what? I'm going to send this email too. <gasps> and then you send the email and you do all your other stuff. And that email was on your list for tomorrow. Oh, look at that. And that's not a big thing. So it's not like you're adding a lot to your plate, but sometimes the little things can really bog you down. But if you leverage energy at a time when you're feeling high up and like, okay, we're rolling, we're rolling, fit in a little thing that maybe you've been avoiding for like a week, like paying a bill or I don't know, checking the mail or something that doesn't take a lot of time, but it, you push off. I have a billion of those things, but that will, that's when you can look at this energy and be like, oh yeah, I'm using that sacral. Woohoo. And not like, okay, I'm going to tack 10 things on here and I'm just no sleep today. We're just going to go like, that's not, that's not the best way to use it. Although your body and your mind is saying, yes, please. 
So that's your sacral to throat. And then we have your solar plexus, which we talked about emotional energy, really wanting people to feel you, to see, feel what you feel, see what you see is probably a better way to put it. Um, and having the patience to allow for those people who as a projector are going to find you to come. And I asked somebody the other day, I was like, how do you get them to come? <laughs> how do you get those people that are for you as a projector to show up? How do you get them to find you? What do you do? Give me steps. And they said, you ask the universe for them to show up. And that was, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, well, damn you. That's not a list of steps that I can check off. Jeez. But also I was Projector. like, right. Also I was like, oh, I know, I know that's what it is. I knew that's what you were going to say. And <laughs> I pushed steps. Oh, I pushed it further. I was like, okay, well, how do you ask the universe for people to show up? How do I do it? Tell me. But you just do. You do it for me. Yeah. Yeah. Do I have to like, is there like candles? Like, what's the ritual? What do I do? And they're like, no, you you literally ask the universe for them to show up. You say I'm open for them to come and then they show up and I said how do you make yourself open and they said Janelle stop asking questions <laughs> but <laughs> because, show me a sign here sign yeah I it's like I and I feel like this is a lot of people when it comes to talking about this kind of work is some of it sounds rather vague and we want to get it right so we need step-by-step instructions on how to ask for things and how to be open when in reality you don't do anything that's the thing is doing the nothing is is allowing yourself to be yes. open you know what this just reminds me of what <laughs> you said it perfect do nothing <laughs> so on we're getting sarah marshall when have you seen that no but keep going oh my gosh you have to watch it and the sign will just or this scene will get you so Paul Rudd is teaching Jason Siegel or whatever his name is how to surf. Mm-hmm. And he's laying on the board and he pops up. He goes, no, nah, man, you got to do less. It's like, now you got to do less. You got to do nothing. And so he just <laughs> lays on the board and he's like, well, you got to do more than that. <laughs> just do nothing. But it's the same for asking for guidance or clarity. It's like, well, you don't have to do anything, but you do have to ask. <laughs> I think it's what it is, is you don't have to do, you have to make yourself vulnerable. You have, that's what it is, is you have to crack yourself open like an egg. And that's not something that anyone is comfortable with. So they would prefer steps that go around that or that avoid (laughs) that entirely. Even if it takes longer, even if it costs more, they're going to do it that way because it avoids the vulnerability that has to happen and you do that by not doing anything (laughs) and believe me I have there have been so many times when I've been laying on my yoga mat like am I open are they coming in to talk to me am I open I'm open do I just say I'm open like I've done it I've said it out loud in my house just laying there like I'm here I am (laughs) 
Hello. I'm here. Are you listening? And I think that that's part of it. I think that the whole like allowing yourself to feel silly and like be like, yeah, I'm waiting for a sign or waiting for something to happen. Like that's part of the vulnerability of just knowing that you don't know what you're doing and that you don't know if anything's going to come of it, but what, let's see, let's see what happens. Yeah. And well, it's believing it. Cause down deep, you know, yeah. And it's just a matter of almost putting it to the test and seeing what can happen or what you feel or creating that stillness because so often we're busy. We don't listen, even mm-hmm. myself included where I have a daily meditation practice. Sometimes I'm making lists in my head. I'm oh, me too. <laughs> oh, I'm the same. I'm like, what are we having for dinner? Uh, I got to go to the grocery store. Did hey. I take the dogs out? And then I'm like, come back, come back, come back. Yeah. And that's the thing. That's the gold is that the moment when you realize and then you pull yourself back because you know, it's going to happen again. You know, you're going to float away again onto your to-do yeah. list. That's why it's called practice. Just- mm-hmm. And yet we give ourselves such a hard time when- I've meditated, I've meditated every day for almost a year now. Um, Yeah. And every day that happens, every single day that happens to me, there's never been a day where I'm a hundred percent dropped in and nothing gets in, not a one thing. And I don't think that's possible as a human being simply because we, we have these complex brains that can do so much. You can't, you can't turn it, you can't yeah. turn it off or you're, or you're not here. So something has to get through. Little things have to happen, but that's where the practice, like you said, the practice comes in of saying, oh, oh, come, oh, and it helps me to have guided meditation because then I can go, oh, wait, get back to their voice. Listen to their voice. What are the yes. words? Listen to the words. And then I'll make, have myself repeat those words in my head which keeps me there or I'll really listen to my breath, really think about it. And then I'll keep me there. And then I float away and then I come back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Congrats on a year. That's impressive. Keep going. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's something that's like a non-negotiable with me now. It used to be like, oh, four days a week, five days a week. I'm doing pretty good. And now it's like, it's not even, it's not even something I think about yeah. not happening. <laughs> So. It's good when you can fall off the wagon and realize, ooh, that thing was actually helping me because mm-hmm. now I don't have it. Mm-hmm. And then when you do, that's when I, for me and for people I work with, that's when the habit begins mm-hmm. of you have to fall off enough to where you almost get sick of yourself or sick of how you feel when you don't have this thing that uplifts you. Mm-hmm. That's happening to me now to the point where I think I need to try to do two a days because there's because t- I always do it in the morning. And then later on in the day, I'm like, I'm starting to like lose it. Like the, the, the fun, cool, like yep. feeling. And I'm like, maybe I should do some at night. And so sometimes before I go into work, if I have a time, I'll do like a one minute in my car. Yes. Um, nice. And it doesn't even sound like it would do anything, but it really, it really helps. Yeah. And it just brings me back to myself and Yeah. Yeah. That's what I always say about just a few breaths. If you're feeling crazy or anxious, or you've been just go, go, go. It's so nice to just lock yourself in a closet, do like 10 or 20 breaths 
you get a little high, you go back out and you're, you're set. It's like, yeah. Oh, I just needed to get shake, shake that snow globe, shake it up and change it yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. Doing breath work with you has been something different, but like very necessary to the point of I'm like constantly checking the app. I'm like, when is she doing it? When is it? I know when it is. I know when she normally does, but did she sneak something in? I look at your 75 minute ones because I really want to do one. And I think there's one coming up on a weekend. And so I'm very excited because then I can do it. Yay! Um, it awesome. scares the crap out of me. I literally feel like there's going to be a point where I'm just going to say, this is stupid. And I'm going to walk out of the room on you. So if I do that, I apologize, but I don't think Welcome I Welcome to the or, practice. Don't apologize to me. That's you. That's or, for you. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> You're correct. Um, or I'm going to fall asleep, but I also know that that's okay. <laughs> yes. Well, that's part of it because truly what we are doing and what we are practicing are nervous system regulation tactics because yeah. you and I are in a fight or flight world. That's just how we were conditioned. What, I mean, a pandemic a pandemic whatever like mm -hmm. our nervous systems are just bonkers so that's why we are reprogramming we're slowing it down and it's just necessary yeah especially because we're getting to the point where that bonkers is starting to be the normal like everybody's starting to just oh okay that's how we are now it's like yeah no, no. <laughs> that's not how we are now and yeah. I love that you said it's like it's neurological and it's science that's why I like breathwork so much is because it's, it's mm -hmm. very easy to, to explain to people who have a hard time with this type of self-help and this type of yes. healing work is you can be like, well, if you don't think that it does anything, or if you think that it's hooey, look at all this science back stuff, look at all the chemicals that become yeah. regulated, look at your, how your neurons fire, look, they've done it all. Like this is a thing. Like this yeah. athletes do it, uh, CEOs, <laughs> that's do a it. big selling Everybody point. does it. Yeah. Well, they have to like, right. But before, like, think even five years ago, if you meditated, you were a yoga person, you were oh, a spiritual Hippie. weirdo, mm -hmm. but now it's like, actually look at your performance changes. Look at the science behind it. Like for me, I'm a total science behaviorist nerd. Mm -hmm. And when I found that out, I was like, Oh, this is how I can sell it to people and share it. Rather than just being, come into your body and be intuitive. It's like, <laughs> no, look how it changes the brain. Like you change your neural pathways. That's epic. Yeah, it, you do. And it's really neat that you can do this for yourself. It takes minutes of your time. It's free. Um, you don't have to have any special devices or, or equipment or clothing. You don't have to do it right. You could just do your best at it, take a stab at it. And as long as you come up with it, a semi-consistent way of doing this for yourself. Yeah. Um, that's how I feel about it anyway. And I think that's where people really get hung up is they don't want to do things wrong. Yes. And it's like, ugh. there are so many times, like you said, where I'll be breathing and I fall off. I'm like, <clears throat> and I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to die. And then I have to stop and I yes. take, and I breathe normal. And then I go back, but it's, it's how you learn to do anything. And usually when you're doing this kind of work, you're alone or you can be alone. So who cares like what you look like, or if you almost choked on, on your own breath, exactly. it happens. It happens. <laughs> um, 
practice. Yeah. And Laura, I think a lot of people think they're going to get bored and it's, it's like, well, then just do it for a couple minutes. Believe yeah. me, by the time it's over, you're going to be like, what, wait, it's been five minutes or that happens to me all the time. I'll pick a long, a longer meditation for myself, like 12 or 15 minutes. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm not going to be able to sit through this. This is not going to work. And then it's ending. And I'm like, I'm like half asleep, half awake. I'm like, what, what? It's over. Yes. It's done already. Okay. But what a good <laughs> feeling. It's like for the first time in the day, your mind was actually quiet. Who cares if you drifted off? You found peace. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I do like the long ones. They, it does sometimes, like I said, it can be really intimidating and it, you can look at your day and you're like, I don't have 15 minutes to meditate. Then that's fine. Give yourself five or three yeah. or one, whatever it is, but it's, it's start small and then expand from there. Yeah. It's super important to me. Meditation, breath work, movement. Those things are the things that have like saved me. And when it comes to all this stuff that comes up about human design, like wanting to avoid confrontation and truth because you have an undefined emotional center, wanting to prove yourself to other people because you have an undefined heart, not knowing when enough is enough because you have an undefined sacral. All these things that could give, well, do give me anxiety to even think about. I bring myself back down to a normal place and realize that I'm just a human doing my best. And the way I do that is meditation, breath work, movement, pulling my focus to something that's just about me. Mm. Baking. I'm getting huge into baking this season. I have a list. I'm so excited. I wish we I, lived closer. I, know. I was like, I wish you lived here because I would give you so much I was fun. like, that's my jam too. And then I oh see you God. bake. I'm like, oh, I just, let's exchange. I know. I have to be careful though, because I am like, I can eat and I don't stop eating. And when it I comes think it's to- it's because we're freaks. We're projectors and we just go, 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 go. <laughs> we have to feed our metabolism like birds. Yeah. But I love sweets and I love sugar and baked goods. And I can eat like an obscene amount to where you would think that I was like having an eating contest with myself. Like I can eat like a dozen cookies and it's not down anything. I don't feel bad. Like I'm not bragging to people who are listening, but yeah. it's just how it is. But she I can know put away our cookies. But exactly. But I know, <laughs> I know how terrible, like I know what it is. I'm like, I know that. Okay. But A, if you're baking them at home, it's healthier than those nasty store-bought cookies. Yeah. No offense if you like those. Hey, it's a lot of sugar. But yeah. But also you can always <laughs> sub it out for something a little healthier. Like, <sighs> You know, instead of white sugar, use coconut sugar or honey or I tried stuff like that. Or don't just cook like Janelle. (laughs) This is what I found helps is to make it all. So still do it, but to plan on giving you some, a lot of it away to plan it beforehand. Be like, okay, I'm taking this to work. I know. So people that I work with are going to be eating a lot of stuff and people that Sean works with. This is why, this is another reason why we're projectors. It's like, oh, I'll bake this and then I'll give it away and everybody will like me. (laughs) Exactly. Monica, maybe from friends was a friend, uh, was a projector. I, oh my God, a thousand percent. Or if if she wasn't a projector, she definitely had an undefined heart because that's where that comes from. You have a defined heart, but this is, this is where. I guess I don't do it to have people like me, but it's always like you score brownie points. So who doesn't like that? This is the thing. This is why I love human design so freaking much. You have a defined heart, but the conditioning that happens to a lot of defined hearts turns them into undefined hearts. 
turns them into people pleasers and prover doers. And you have an undefined emotional solar plexus. That is the people pleaser thing. That's what we do because we don't want people to be mad at us. We like want people to like us. So it's similar. The, you, what yours is coming from sounds like the emotional solar plexus plus a little bit of defined heart conditioning okay. that says that you have to prove your worth for people mm-hmm. to, to know what you are, who you are and what you're worth. You have to prove it to them. You have 100%. to show it to them. That's the house I grew up in. You have to prove yourself to Jesus. Yes. That's conditioning right there. And it can change your design. Essentially. It can change how mm-hmm. you view yourself and how you use your emotions and your energy because of that conditioning, which is why I like human design so much is because I can look, we can look at this and go, you're not here for that. You're here to have an ego. You're here to say, I want this. This is what I want and to get that thing. You're here to provide, but not in a way that is like, I'm giving this to you so that you'll like me. It is in a way that is, I am the provider here. This is for you because I provide like that's the energy of the defined heart. It's good at business. It's good at money. It's good at all those things. And if you're saying you're not good at those things, it's because you've been conditioned to believe that. And you have the energy for all that stuff. It just can get muddled down by your undefined emotional solar plexus. First of all, that's a big one because it's a Mm -hmm. very strong energy that's going to tell you to make sure everyone's happy and make sure everyone likes you. And then the defined heart is going to say, screw that. What do I, what do I want? What do I want? Me, me, me. That's the divine heart. And you should listen to it. I if will. You feel, if you. you feel like you have selfish, something, something is happening that feels selfish or feels very me, 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 me. Listen to that more. Go into that a little bit deeper. Don't feel guilty. Like you're being selfish or you're not thinking of others because you always think of others. So this, sometimes your heart's going to say, no, it's me. And you need to listen to that. Mm. A very brand new recognition. I spent most of my twenties deconstructing my religion, mm-hmm. breaking free. And then just now finally living in that comfortability, but you know, you've got 30 years to work with. And so it's still every day. It's the practice of everything you just said. And Truly, when I released, and I know I'm still working through a lot somatically, mm-hmm. but oh, yeah. when I released the guilt mm-hmm. of that, knowing the person I was and the this devil person I was made out to be, like, is that true? Mm-hmm. No. Okay, mm-hmm. so keep doing your thing because you're, we know what we're supposed to do innately, mm-hmm. like, and when we align with that, man, it feels good. And you know, you're not doing anything wrong. You're helping and loving on people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had yes, to work on that too. It's like a trust of, I'm a, I'm a smart person. I'm a, I'm a, a human being. I know when something feels right or when something feels wrong. I know yeah. when, when someone's putting stuff on me and making me feel guilty because my, that my mom did that to me a lot growing up was the guilt. And, but she did it in a way that was very manipulative, but hard to, to see. It wasn't very clear. So it made, it really messed with me because I always felt like I was doing something wrong if I wasn't doing what she wanted me to do. If I didn't pick her choices, then I was doing things incorrectly. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of conditioning from my undefined G center too, which is the identity center. But mm-hmm. 
it's very similar with the emotional center of we listen to what other people tell us growing up and that's who we are like they tell us who we are so that's who we are when you're a little when you're a child you have parents and friends and we develop likes and dislikes but are they shape who we are what we think about the world yeah and when it starts to crack and crumble and you start to see the light coming through and go oh you know they made me out to be this thing or maybe there's something else out there that I didn't even think about because I was clouded with all of this conditioning (laughs) and it's not like people are doing this to us to harm us as we're growing up everybody's doing their best and when you raise a child (laughs) I mean it's different every time so (laughs) however it goes is is however it goes and we're all dealt different cards in life when it comes to how we were raised or not raised. And that is where, to me, this human design system comes into play because it shows you so clearly that there's a lot of stuff on top of who you are, a lot covering you up, a lot of mud, a lot of muck. And if you just pull work on getting rid of it, it's still going to come back because like you said, conditioning never fully goes away. We can be aware of it and still be in it at the same time. But the awareness and the compassion of just seeing it and not doing anything about it, it's transformational. It will change your mind. It will give it get anyway, it has given me confidence that Mm -hmm. I know what I'm doing (laughs) that I know how to live a life and that I'm doing my best and my best is pretty damn good. So keep going. And yeah, I guess that was another tangent that we went on so many, but they're so good. They're so good. Projectors. Projectors. (laughs) Oh man. So, so yeah, that's your, your weather report in a nutshell. Um, and like I said, if you ever want to look at this, you can just go on mybodygraph.com and just now, and it will always show you, and it's going to be changing. The moon changes the most because it moves. I think the quickest, I think the moon changes the most. Don't quote me on that, but (laughs) it always is changing. So whenever, sometimes I look at it and I'm like, oh, well, this energy is gone. Cool. What am I, what's, what do I got going on now? And sometimes I can feel it and then I check it and I'm like, oh, cool. Not every time. We're not like magicians when it comes to this human design stuff, but, and it's just like you said, Brie, I feel like the universe gives us a lot and we just go, nope, nope, here you go. Take it back. Or, you know, over there, I'm going to ignore, like we just ignore and we downplay things that are serendipitous and could be important because they're not logical or we don't know where they came from. So, oh, don't pay attention to that, but we're getting better. We're working with it. And every day is a new day. Yes. Yes. So thank you for letting me do this. Yeah, exactly. Um, we're different. We're different than we were yesterday too. We're different people. Yes. Yes. Yeah. This was really cool. I'm glad that you wanted to do this. Totally. I feel like this would be useful every like quarter, even (laughs) to do a little check and be like, so why am I feeling crazy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and 
even I want to say that while I have put this up there as an offering and I feel very comfortable, as, as you know, I just talked a lot about this stuff with you. There's certain parts of it that I'm still learning about. Like how long is this energy going to be like from what day to what day? So it's almost like me putting up this offering has urged me into more learning, into, into learning more about what I enjoy. And I think that's how it works for me because when I learned as a projector, we're here to have like niche things that we really learn a lot about and get knowledgeable about. I was like, I don't, I don't have, I don't have a, I don't have a thing like that. Cause I had just learned about human design. So I didn't have it. <laughs> I didn't have it yet. And then I get it now. I get it. Cause I don't, and I was terrible in school. I didn't want to learn about anything. I was like, I don't care about history. I don't care about math. Like I don't want to learn any of this stuff. It does not pertain to me in my real life. Go away. And I've never really gotten on stuff, like had taken adult classes or really gotten into something. And then this thing happened and I got into human design. And now I find myself going, what can I make? What can I create so that I can learn more about this thing? Because mm, yeah. it's, it's almost that's how my cycle goes is, oh, I'm curious about how this would go. So I'm going to make a reading about it. <laughs> And then yes. I'm going to learn more, which seems like it would be the opposite way to go. But as a three, six mental projector, I have to try things out. I have to put it out and then go, oh, I should probably learn how long this energy is in transit before I talk about it. Or maybe I should learn more about what the transits actually are. Because if you would have asked me a few months ago what a transit is, I would have been like, it's something that other human design people talk about. And I have no idea. And now I can talk about it. So yes, we don't all learn the same way. We don't all get to the same place by the same path. And that's okay. Wow. So many bombs dropped today. <laughs> okay. So I guess we should wrap it up because they've been listening to us talk for a really long time, but <laughs> we're interested in gossip. Darn it. The Janelle and Bree show. Oh my God. Don't even, we talked for like four hours. No, that would be amazing. I would totally do that. Um, <laughs> the projectors who don't shut up. <laughs> great. I, I Sign me up, please. Um, but yeah, I love talking to you as always. You, oh, give me, you give me clarity and you help me with a lot of stuff, even though I don't think you know that you do, but you do. Well, um, I'm glad that we can be that for each other the yeah. mirrors because even like this session, I'm just like, what? Oh, you're reading me like a book. I love it. <laughs> oh, dang. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm the same. And it's like, there's something about talking to you. And I've told you this before, because of your divine heart and divine spleen, I think there's something that happens when I talk to you that gives me like a shot of confidence in the arm. And it's not about any one thing. It's just like, oh, you're better than you thought. <laughs> oh, you know, give yourself credit. Like all yes. that stuff that I normally am like, <sighs> none of that matters. Like I know that I'm good enough. I don't need to pump myself up, but you do, you do need to show yourself, look at all the things that you, that you have seen as a projector, <laughs> look at all the things that you've accomplished. Look at what you're moving towards. Yes. That helps me is look at what you're moving towards and go from there. And you help me with that. You give me confidence and mm -hmm. okay. I love that that builds me up then to hear that good good <laughs> but also like that's why we have these connections and this is why we need them so yeah. deeply because when I'm low you lift me up when I'm when you're low I can lift you up and it's just that beautiful teeter-totter balance mm -hmm. 
I totally thank agree. You so much. You're welcome. Thank you for <laughs> coming on and thanks for listening. And if you're interested in a you and the universe reading, go to JanelleTurner.net and buy one because they're on sale right now for the holidays, along with all most of my other readings. If you're interested in breath work, which you should be, because it is scientifically proven to help your life, then you need to check out Brie. Go for it, Brie. Tell us where to find you. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at Breathe with Brie, where you can find me and join, pop in on a class, a breathwork meditation at www.highlyevocative.com. Yay. And Yay. I'm on Highly Evocative too. There's some human design. Yes. We just like to intermesh and intertwine all of our powers so that we can be extra powerful for you all. So we love you. Thank you for listening. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to Chatting Human Design. Join me again soon. Have a fantastic day.